Welcome to episode 89 of The Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Michelle, Louise, Kendall, and Diane. They used the donation button on our website. Thank you, Michelle, Louise, Kendall, and Diane for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps a few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes, and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. When you get sick, do you try to just keep on going? When you are overcommitted, do you try to do it all? What happens? Today I want to talk briefly about taking care of myself. Before I begin, I'd like to state that though we at The Recovery Show may be in a 12-step program, we represent ourselves rather than the program. During this show, we'll share our own experiences as they relate to the topic of taking care of myself. The opinions expressed here are strictly those of the person who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. We hope that you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. My name is Spencer, and I'm your host today. We are told in the program that you know, we should take care of ourselves first, that it's really not possible to take care of other people uh, until and unless we take care of ourselves. Sometimes I forget that. Last week, I came down with a cold, and you may notice that my voice is still a little bit rough. Uh, I stayed home from work for two days, and uh, while I was home, I could lie down when I needed to. I could take a nap when my body told me I needed to take a nap. And I still got some work done uh, because work needs to get done. But I did it on my schedule and I did the amount of work that I could do. And, you know, there's a couple of things going on there. One is I'm taking care of myself by staying home, by getting rest. But I'm also taking care of, in a sense, taking care of uh, my colleagues at work. Because if I go in when I'm sick, uh, not only is there the risk that I'll pass my cold on to them, but I'll be sitting there snuffling and snorting and coughing and blowing my nose and wanting to lie down and there's no place to lie down. And that will distract my coworkers from their work as well. So I'm more comfortable and they're more comfortable when I stay home. And if I stay home and I sleep when I need to, I sleep more. I don't push myself, drink, you know, lots of fluids, uh, and so on and so forth, um, I'm more likely to get well more quickly. And that benefits all of us also in the longer, longer term. I, and I really think that this cold was my body's way of telling me that I had been trying to do too much, that I'd been pushing myself too hard, maybe getting up too early, staying up too late, uh, and just uh, generally the stress uh, that I was to some extent putting on myself in, in trying to get maybe more than I really ought to be getting done, more than I could get done uh, in a healthy way. And that stress uh, contributed to, uh, to you know, weakening my immune system, and boom, there's the cold. Um, and this was a full-blown cold. It, I was pretty miserable for, for a couple of days. One of the things that, that I had to give up uh, because of this cold was, uh, and, and there were a number of things that I gave up uh, other activities that I had intended to do this week. Uh, but one of the things that I had to give up was doing uh, the podcast as I had been planning to do it. I know last week we said, yeah, talk about trust this week. Well, I didn't have time or energy to really think 
about the topic, uh, to find a co-host to, uh, to help me with the topic, to, uh, I, I do a fair amount of research before the show, uh, looking up the topic in our various literatures, uh, finding music and so on. And I just didn't have the energy for that because the other thing that happened this week, and I knew this was going to happen. And, and if I had been well, I could have worked around it is that I went to a retreat this weekend with uh, about 60 other men from my church. And this was something that, uh, you know, I've been looking forward to. Uh, it was also something I had made a commitment. I did a little, a uh, little bit of a talk in a panel um, about some transformational moments in my life. And I knew that going to this retreat would cut into the, the time available to plan the podcast to get ready for it. Uh, and I had been, you know, I would have been able to, to do that work earlier in the week, but, you know, there I was, sick. So um, instead, I'm doing this shorter episode, just sort of reflecting on how sometimes we have to stop and take care of ourselves and put our plans on hold for a little while. Uh, so that, that topic will be happening. Um, might be next week, uh, or next week might be Tradition 10 with Ruth. So I want to talk a little bit about the retreat. The retreat came at the end of a, a fairly stressful work week. And, you know, my work weeks have been somewhat stressful just because of the, uh, the amount of work that we're doing, um, the time frame in which we're trying to do it. And we're not, we're not pushing ourselves past our capability because we know this is, this is more of a marathon than a sprint that we're engaged in at work. And, and we have to pace ourselves. We have to you know, make sure that we leave time in our lives for the rest of our life besides work. It's not a death march, but it is still stress. Uh, there's a lot to get done. The stakes are fairly high, and we're getting it done. We are. Uh, but stress is stress. And then on top of that, uh, one of uh, the vendors that provides some computing services to us informed us in the middle of the week that they were going to have to do some maintenance, and that maintenance would uh, affect our ability to keep our systems running. And they were giving us as much warning as they could. This sort of uh, apparently came quickly on them that they had to do this. Uh, they were giving us as much notice as, as they could for us to prepare for it. And so we spent the last couple days of the weeks preparing uh, for this event that was going to happen. Uh, testing to see how our systems would respond to what they were going to do and so on, making changes so that uh, they would respond uh, in in a good way rather than maybe taking the whole system down. And, you know, I did my last little bit of testing about 10 minutes before I left the office on Friday to go to the retreat. So there was a lot of stress there uh, on top of being sick, right? I was sick. Tuesday, Wednesday, I stayed home. Thursday, Friday, I'm back and sort of heads down. Let's make sure everything's going to work okay uh, when this maintenance happens over the weekend where I'm not going to be there. And, you know, the other thing that I did for myself was I, I, I told him at work, I said, look, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to this retreat. I've been planning this for, for quite some time, and I'm going to be unavailable. I will not have network connectivity. I will have not have good phone service. And I will not be answering my phone. In fact, my phone will be off a lot of the time. And I held to that. And nobody called me. I did get an email from the person to whom I had 
given the responsibilities that I would have had over the weekend, and he you know, accepted them. I mean, I said, can you do this? And he said, yes. Um, I got an email from him this afternoon saying, okay, these are the things that happened. looks like everything was really generally pretty healthy. And, uh, you know, so it was fine. It, but I was able to let go. I was able to say, I'm leaving work, and I'm leaving work behind, and I'm not going to think about it. And, um, you know, I feel pretty proud, I guess, um, that uh, I did turn my phone on a few times over the weekend. I, I had to call. Um, I, I wanted to call my wife, who was out of town for the weekend. Uh, she's off visiting her family in another state. And when I turned the phone on, I did not look at my email. I did not look at Facebook. I didn't go on any social media. And and I stayed focused on being present at the retreat, uh, participating in the activities of the retreat. And again, that's a way of, of really taking care of myself, in this case, taking care more of my spiritual self than my physical self. I tried to get sleep, uh, did not stay up till all hours playing cards or sitting around the campfire, uh, went to bed, uh, tried to sleep as well as I could in, you know, in a strange bed with a couple other guys in a bunk room. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's part of the experience. And came home feeling fairly refreshed. And you know what? I took a nap this afternoon because uh, I don't sleep as well when I'm out of my own bed. I don't sleep as well uh, when I'm still getting over a cold. And so I needed a little extra sleep, and I, and I allowed myself to have that. The other thing that the retreat, uh, I went into it with this intention. And last week we talked about, uh, Mara and I talked about intimacy, and I talked about having difficulty forming uh, intimate relationships with other men. And this has been an issue pretty much all my life, really. And... So the, I took this retreat, which was all men, as an opportunity to you know, make some progress on, on practicing uh, creating intimacy. And the, and the structure of the retreat is such that um, we have lots of opportunities to, to do that. And, uh, and so that was good. Uh, met some new, some new people that uh, I really hadn't known before. Came to, to know a little bit about their lives, to know a little bit about... What's you know what's happening in their spirits, and to share some of what's happening in my life and my spirit, and it was it was a very good experience, and I'm very glad I was able to do that. And it means that I'm recording a much shorter podcast this week. All of that together, um, you know, I I have a certain amount of time and energy available. There are things that are important to me, and this podcast is one of those things, but. Sometimes the balance goes more towards other things, whether it's forced on me, like being sick, like our vendor saying, oh, and by the way, we're doing this thing, or whether it's a choice, like going to the retreat, which is good for me in, in other ways. Uh, a friend of mine at the retreat, and I was reflecting on this, actually, I went to an al meeting tonight, and the topic was about letting go of, in particular, letting go of outcomes, but letting go. And a friend of mine who was at the retreat and made, again, made a deliberate decision to come um, because of what was happening in his life, recently suffered a fairly disastrous house fire at his home a few weeks ago. His family is all safe. That's the first, the first consideration, I think, in this case. 
His family's all safe, but their many of their possessions are uh, total loss, the, either because of fire or water or smoke damage or a combination. He is still in the process of figuring out exactly what what is totally damaged, what is not recoverable, and what might be recoverable, and, and what is. And then there's going to be the six months to a year of rebuilding the house uh, from the, the damage that the fire did to it and trying to recover uh, or replace so many things that were lost. And he came to the retreat and he, he, did, he said, this, this thing happened and I am in need of support and I would really appreciate any support, friendship, hugs you can give me. And I think it takes a certain amount of courage to stand up in a room of 60 or 70 men and say, I need hugs. Um, but also, and, and more, is what he expressed as acceptance of what has happened. Um, this is. This is not something that anybody ever wants to have happen, but it happened. And he's moving forward through the process with acceptance. And I'm not sure I could have, and, and I won't know, you know, unless something like this happens to me, I don't know if I could have that, that level of acceptance. But along with the acceptance, he is doing his part. He is actively engaging uh, with the insurance adjusters as they evaluate the damage, as they um, evaluate uh, what it's going to take to, to replace what they lost. And and standing up and saying, this is not right, when some of the contractors who were involved in the process did something that really didn't seem appropriate. And indeed it wasn't. Um, very, very level. Um, again, takes courage um, and, and takes a certain mm, self centering not self-centered but self-centering i think to be able to to deal with this in the way that that he's dealing with it and i i found him to be a, a really great example of of living with adversity and and looking forward rather than back so that was my week my uh how I took care of myself this week, how I saw other people taking care of themselves this week. I'm going to close now. Thank you to those who wrote or called this week. I will include your feedback in the next episode. I would like again to thank Michelle, Louise, Kendall, and Diane for your donations this week towards keeping the podcast going. And I want to thank everyone for whatever kind of support you give in so many ways whether it's financially by email to feedback at the recovery show.com by voicemail at seven, three, four, seven, zero, seven, eight, seven, nine, five by recommending the show to your friends or by listening, come visit us at the recovery show.com. Send your friends to the recovery show.com. We're here for you. Thank you for listening and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. 
we did not talk about a problem you're facing today, feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode. May understanding, love, and peace grow in you one day at a time.